So I would like to talk about living ageless and failure to launch. I had been dealing with a situation, a young family member, and um, unfortunately, his his navigation or his internal compass was just really off. And so other family members were thinking that it was a mental problem or it was this and that. And I realized because I'm back in therapy, because I, I keep my wellness checks. I take care of myself in those ways. And a week or so ago, she had me working on some things. And then she usually gives me assignments every week, which helps me to really have goals, set goals, and, well, obtainable goals, hopefully. And sometimes I have to rework it in order to get to where I needed to. And so he came home. He had been incarcerated. And in spite of everybody telling him not to get in trouble and whatever. But he came home and he was different. At first, I wasn't certain what was so different. But what I realized was he had left a boy and had come back a man. And in between those areas, black and white, it was this gray area. It was failure to launch. And I'm feeling like this is what's happening. This is why so many people are repeating cycles. You know, sometimes people get married too young because they haven't figured their life out. And even though they're married and that whole facade is there, then they had a failure to launch. So what happens is they're messing up one relationship after the other. And that's kind of what was happening with this young one. But I was able to, because I was working on judgment, she gave me an assignment to be observant and then bring that in and and not judge it. And that that is very hard because what I'm working on and what I realize, sometimes when we're really young, and someone can judge us. Oh, you're getting really fat. Or you're, you, you know, you are not this. Or you're not that. And that judgment becomes a part of that individual. Because they're not able to process what just happened. So what happens, they go into a life where they feel judged before anybody even judge them. So what happens is they throw out their judgment first. I'm going to get you, sucker, before you get me. And in actuality, people are not even judging them. But because of this unflushed thing in the subconscious, they're always in that judgment mode. And there's very little space to learn anything because they're too busy putting that judgment out on others. 
And so in having this individual for a week, I kind of watched the progress. It was very sketchy in the beginning of the week. But as the week passed on, it was no longer feeding into that stuff by wanting to fix what I had not broken. I, you know, I have to give my props to Cat Williams. He said something so profound. And it was about why is it people we care about are removed from our lives? And this individual, love him dearly, still very young, was incarcerated for two years. And I often wonder what was really going on. But it wasn't so much him. It was me. And Cat Williams said it the best. Because you form unnatural allegiance to losers. Or with losers, let's say. You sometimes were forming, and I didn't need to do that with this individual. This individual would step into its own power through this particular scenario because the lessons were learned. This person had to look back at all the people that it had to go to in thinking they were good, he had formed a natural allegiance to losers. And he was strong enough to come back and say it himself. That was the Rubicon. He had reached his Rubicon. And he had walked out of that old life. And he was able to take the journey back to where he originally should have been with the people that he should have been with all along. He wrote me um, a quote of the day. I can't remember it, but people that live in fantasy worlds do so to keep from living the truth or seeing the truth. What? How, I'm paraphrasing it, but to me, because of what he had been through, and he's starting to think clear. The clarity is definitely there. The light behind his eyes are, are definitely there. See, because like uh, uh, artist Lil Wayne say, about what is the goon to the goblin. You know, a goon is a big, ugly thing, big, scary thing. But that goblin could outwit it. And it's like, go be that goblin. You don't need just to walk around and be mean and ugly and not have any sensibilities. So sometimes we can find so much healing and so many words of wisdom or pearls of wisdom in lyrics. We can see it in movies. We can see it in different things. 
and use it to your advantage. And so what happened is this young one has finally found how to alchemize that. He was hurting, but he was trying to make other people hurt. And he didn't know how to do it, so it was just getting thicker and thicker. And he was losing more and more of himself. And it didn't feel good. And I told him, I said, it's okay. You made a mistake. You're not a mistake. See, sometimes when people are judging, it's because they really don't want to deal with their own mess. It's so much easier to attack another person's life. I had a friend of mine, we had been talking, and she had two sons that really, really give her the blues on the regular. And I was talking to her, and, and I don't know, in the last few days I kept saying, how do you do it? How do you do it with these young people that think they know everything? And she said, I don't know, but I just do. And I just really, really prayed and meditated about it. And very clearly, the word was grace. You see, sometimes we're judging people because they're going through a fire. Like a salamander. And they're not getting burned. And we're over here, and we're just judging and judging. But what is happening, that person was given the grace to go through whatever they're going through. That messenger has now become the message. And this is what is happening. And so that's why it's so good to take your mouth off of people because you don't know why. You don't know the end game. And that's that's what I realized, um, you know, walking through. See, people don't get when we judge people, we become faced with those same things that we judged other people like. And if we don't have grace, we are crash cart dummies. Just crashing, crashing, crashing. Nothing's working because you didn't earn that grace. His grace is sufficient. When you go through your storms, that's when you find your strength. When you are your weakest, you are your strongest. That's when you find it out. We talk about things all the time. But when our faith gets tested, a lot of people fall short. And like I told this young one, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have all done it at one time or another. But it doesn't mean to give up. Someone that he depended on had to find out there was no love there. And he's finding a way to bring his own closure. I was very angry at this individual for two years. But the minute we saw him, 
forgiveness stood in it. And to top that off, love conquers all. The first two, three days were sketchy, but it hit a plateau. And when it hit that Rubicon, that it started the, the healing. The healing. And overstanding or understanding what failure to launch was about. And so the other day we went to lunch. And he said, what is really failure to launch? I said, you know, every now and again, we usually get a dove under the carport. It's usually two of them. And then eventually, one leaves away, never comes back. Okay, let's just say it. It's the male. You just take off after he's done. And then you see her sit there. And she sit on those eggs. I don't feel a need to feed them or to give them anything because she's doing her part. It's her mission. So then after a while, you'll see the little babies. You'll see their little heads. And then you'll see her go out and she get these worms. And you see her feeding them these worms. And they are all looking up there, all looking up at her. And then as time goes on, she starts pushing them out. And some make it and some don't. Sometimes the crows come along and pick them up. Sometimes, you know, some look like they're a little more in fear of leaving the nest. But then you'll have that they're those ones with those tenacities. And they just go for it. They just go for it. They take wings and take flight. And that's what it's about. When you hit that, that certain space in your life, no matter what some of the risk may be, take that flight. Or it becomes failure to launch. That flight is that launch. And you usually know when people get it, they go, oh, he got it. And in that moment, he was able to take accountability. I also remember it, it was a documentary and I think it was a hippopotamus. Don't quote me. And she had a baby. And every day she would bring this little baby to this little watering hole or whatever it was. You know, you could almost hear the music. Dun, 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 dun. Me and my baby girl and we drinking water together. And I'm putting water on her and, you know, and making her comfortable. And then it was a while. They would go to this watering hole on a daily. And then one day, that mom took that baby girl and she slung her. I don't even know how she did it. 
she slung her out of that water and right over close by was a tree and there was a male she was pushing her out to go and start her life and that mother was not tolerating failure to launch because that male was already there to start a family. That's how it is. There was no time to say, no, 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 I'm not ready, I'm not ready. That's what I'm talking about. Be ready. And all through life, you go through that same scenario. And oftentimes, people have failures to launch. And they get trapped in that parallel universe of never making adult decisions. I was also telling that young one about the book of Enoch. Enoch was a, a righteous man. He was a righteous man, but he was a people pleaser, which means that he kept going back into the sunken place, into the evil, and the Most High had to take him home sooner than later. And I told him, you don't want to be an Enoch. Because by him coming out on the other side, I see he has stepped into his spirituality. Again, the difference between religion and spirituality. Religion, you're always being taught about hell. And, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And a lot of the people are full of hell. They are hell themselves. And they, they sit in church and there's a scripture in the Bible that before the ends of time, people will have turned against Christians. I'm not knocking them. I didn't write it. It's in the Bible. And so, but when you are, are spiritual, you've been to hell and back. And now you have a testimony. That's the difference. You're no longer running from hell and so busy running from it, you become it. I've seen people that I worked with go to church all day on Sunday and come to work and it's just terrible from Monday through Friday. Gossiping, lying, manipulating, doing all the strange stuff. This is my personal experience. This is what the episodes of living ages ageless is about it's about my life and my experiences and it's how and I help people and I'm very grateful to the people that respond to me because I know that I've accepted my mission and I know that I don't want to be Enoch I know that um, 
So, you know, I'm, basically what I'm saying is when we look at these young people, don't give up on them. Don't give up on them because I was willing to go through the storm. But I also know when it was over, when it was time for you all to go on your journey. Because my masculine came out. It was time for me to get ugly. And bring my own closure. Because you are on another chapter. And I'm several chapters in front. I was willing to extend that grace to help them through for a minute. But you can't stay. You got to move on. See, because when you remove a person or a person is removed from your life and you replace that with peace, that's what that is. Peace beyond all understanding. That's it. It's game over. The only way you could come back to me, and this is what I told him, you have to come back correct. I won't accept it any other way. So what I'm going to do is, because he does these really wonderful quotes, I think what I'm going to do is do an e-book, a free e-book, his isms, and based on his life, because now he have a testimony, and we have a lot of young people that need that direction. And to be able to explain to them how they came, he came through what he came through. He's having a little medical problem, so now he's on a path of praying. All of it worked together for his good. Well, let's just say his highest good. So, no matter what, nobody knows the work that you put into growing and leveling up. They don't. And once that is done, you don't allow things in. They have to earn your time and energy. You don't formulate unnatural allegiance to losers. And at some point, you have to know what that is. Growing up in the project, I did not know how I would bring that into my adult life. People became my projects. And I was going to fix what was broken in there. Lo and behold, I didn't realize it was more harm than good. I was not only harming them, but I was harming myself. Because it wasn't my business. So I leave people up to their own discretions. I really don't give too much energy to things that
that don't serve my highest good. It's not what I do. And it was through my life lessons that I realized. Sometimes I think about getting on my podcast with guests, but my guests did not experience my life. My struggles, old patterns, behaviors, habits. Didn't know what you call them. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was like a broken record, just playing over and over. Mm -mm. Can't happen. Can't happen. And as I told him, I know that it hurts, but bring your own closure. They'll get their comeuppance. Whatever is coming to them, because... The seeds have already been planted. And the harvest, no matter how horrible it is, it is theirs to keep. And today, you know, he's doing a barbecue. So, you know, things just work out. But it's not always going to be that way that we think it should. It doesn't. Very seldom. We have people, situations, and and circumstances that are distractions or stumbling blocks. And they serve their purpose. And as I told him, as he's removed this situation, or let's just say it's been removed from him, don't go back to it. Just leave it alone. Play the hand that you've been dealt. Play that hand that you've been dealt. And start writing your own narrative. Reset, restart, and reposition yourself. I don't mind is the devil's workshop. And a lot of people spend a lot of time in that workshop. Let's just be real. But, you know, again, being incarcerated, he even said, he said, you know, they had some old men in it. And then I told him what his great-grandmother used to say. An old fool used to be a young fool. Probably been a crash car dummy all its life. But that's his journey. And being incarcerated is now their address. Probably burned every bridge they crossed. So it's not like they could come out of the system and and just join up with people and everybody's happy to see him. It's not always like that. But the thing about his incarceration, it was not proven 
and all a person had to do is drop the charge. But they allowed that to drag for two years. That's what he's having to bring closure about. Because if the person would have dropped the charges, the next day he would have been out. It was fabricated. You know, so that reminds me of that movie with Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. And they didn't, they, they were kind artists. They did stuff all their life. And then they were brought down with somebody framing them. And it went to life in prison. So it was kind of like that. He had been doing, projecting ugly behaviors on other people. But then he wound up getting incarcerated two years for something he didn't do. It's really ironic. So why it brings back about judgment. That was his journey. He had to walk through that fire and he was given the grace to do so. Put respect on his name. If you want to say anything, put respect on that person's name. So, in closing, you know, I would love that everyone would continue standing in his or her, her own power and truth. Not allowing people to knock you down. Not allowing yourself to knock other people down. Because judgment will be served on that as well. So, you know, just know that we, in our own lane, as much as possible. It's the people in the middle. The people that have done the work and elevated can help the people in the middle. But some people are so low vibrating. You just leave them there. That's where they're supposed to be. You know, just like I told this this young one. It's nothing personal. You're just vibing too low. And it's okay to walk away. And that's what it is. Because when a person is that deep in that kind of stuff, they don't come out easily. They just enjoy walking around in that allegory cave, doing the same stuff, same soup warmed over, served on a different day. It's the same stuff. Very predictable. So, in closing, I would like to say, my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.